Uh, and we're back. We're back. Uh, it's the podcast and chill show, the greatest podcast on the face of this earth. Uh, I don't know if there's any podcasts on Mars yet, but uh, we can find a way to get there. Hopefully, uh, if we want, uh, I'm your boy Vanessa Velli, one half of the co-host of the legendary podcast and chill show. I'm here standing uh, to my left, and he is actually standing right now. Uh, the man who has a back that will make even Hercules cry. Uh, I have seen this man seduce more women than Hugh Hefner and anybody else combined. It's the one, the only, the intellectual, the thought-provoking. Duff Nobear, everybody. Clap sound effect. Uh, that's that. I appreciate it, man. I yeah. appreciate it. Those are very kind words. Very truthful. Very, very truthful. I agree with you. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh I hope everybody who listens to this podcast right now, whether you're in your car, whether you're about to shower, uh, whether you're chilling with your kids, or you're just at the gym, or if you're even having sex, I just want to let you know that, you know, we're here for you. We're here for you whenever you need us. Turn us on and let us be that flavor yeah, in your Yeah, let, let, let us be your uh, your safety blanket. Yeah. Let us be your safety blanket. Yeah. When you're, when you're, like, down and out and you're sad and depressed, turn us on. You know, when you're going through a heartbreak, Turn us on. Turn us you know on. what I mean? When you're when you're having sex, when you have intercourse with a woman or the man you love, yeah. turn us on. Turn us you on. Know? We're just here. We're just here to provide you that that sense of comfort that you needed in your life. Yeah. That's what this podcast is all about, and that's what we're doing here. That's why we're sitting right here talking to you. This is a one on one conversation. Two V one, sorry. Two V one. Like and truth be told, who wouldn't want to cuddle with Vanessa Villain and Duff No Beer in the same in the same bed, yeah. In the same bed, yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? I would. I got nice blankets. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, we you do, do have that. nice blankets. We could do that, and you know. But uh, how was your week, man? My week was pretty good. I can't complain. You know, I it has been. You know, the Apple Podcast. I don't know if you've been looking up. Shout out to the people that's been supporting. Still, you know, of course. Um, but it says we're like a bi monthly podcast, which isn't true. You know, we just yeah. sporadic. It's not bi monthly. It's so definitely not bi monthly. That's definitely like a big cap. They're just capping. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. You know, don't listen to the don't listen to the media. The media is always lying. They have propaganda to push about this podcast. Yeah, we are definitely bi weekly. Bi bi kinda. Yeah. yeah. Sporadic. Yeah. I don't get it. We like the milkman. We're not on time, but we come when you need it. You come know? when you need it. We come when you need it. Essentially, Apple said we wasn't standing on business. That's all they said. They just said we wasn't standing on business. But yeah. you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at the Pod and Chill Show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I had a I had a, I had a fun week. Uh, you know, it was a lot of a lot of downtime. I took the whole week off of work. Nice. You know, cause, appreciate that. That's a, how's that been for you? Um. Hard, yeah. honestly. Uh, it, when when you're in the type of field that I'm in, it it's always based off of about you know the knowledge and the critical thinking. Yeah, and it, it can be hard sometimes, you know, especially after a day's work where you don't just want to talk to anyone because your brain kind of hurts. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean, and and especially in like the work I do, a lot of it you you create it while you're doing it sometimes. And, like, that's always not the easiest uh, strain on the brain. And then it's always, you know, it goes through repetition. It goes through editing. It goes through all these, all of these different factors that play into creating a finished product. And yeah. uh, it can be taxing, but uh, I'm working through it. Yeah. Working through it. I feel like that. I feel like, you know, we're at an age now where we have to find the careers that suit us the best. Yeah. Um, 
we have to find jobs that we actually enjoy going to and working every day because jobs are primarily repetition depending on no matter what field you win job is just about a lot of repetition every day and just um accumulating your knowledge and uh expertise on what you're doing you know so so you don't want to tire yourself out just constantly working doing the same shit every single day you know what i mean uh, so you got to find some, not you, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like something that's promising, you know, especially if we're working like corporate, corporate yeah. America, it's kind of, it's kind of mentally taxing and draining. And then you get to this, uh, type of mindset, like, damn, I got to do X, Y, Z to impress X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I feel about it when there, I'm working. There's a lot of that. And I feel like, unfortunately, like some people get lost in the system. Almost. You can have somebody who looks up and they're. I don't know, working customer service, and they've been working in customer service for nine years. Same position. They get the little annual raise yep. or, or, or or whatever. But what we really have to understand is that any job you work, if it's like a career job, it's not just like a little hold-me-over job, but if you're in like a career, you have to always be looking up and to left and right mm-hmm. to make sure that you're you haven't hit your ceiling. Yeah, never become you can't don't become complacent. No, like even if the money is good, you should always want to either, uh, like move. No, you don't want to move sideways. You don't want right. to be complacent. You want to move lateral. So you want to move up. Yeah. You want to keep moving up and climbing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because once you're complacent, that means you're comfortable. And once you're comfortable, that means you're just going to be stuck in the same position you are for ten plus years. Yeah. And that's why a lot of older coworkers have envy for the younger coworkers because they got right. so much promise and then they got a future that they, you know, and they got goals they want to achieve. So yeah. like, that's where it all comes from in the workplace. Some people come to the to the point where they's like, "You should be thankful that that you have this job." And yeah. that's from people that's worked in the same place for like twenty five years. To yeah. me, and that was just not my generation, right? My generation was always built on like our generation is always built on rotating. And looking for like the next big thing, so I feel like that whole some working a twenty year anniversary at a job is gonna phase out after a while. Folks aren't staying at a job for ten years, yeah, let alone twenty years at a job. They're not staying for three now yeah. these days. Well, yeah. people are our age are not staying for three. No, because we were told we were told to look after every two, mm-hmm. and if you're not given and and it's kind of like a poison pill, right, for folks who may have found a good organization. And instead of maybe getting the promotion in year two, you would have to wait till like year four. Mm-hmm. But our folks sticking around till year four. Yeah, they're not. They're not. For a slight increase. It's not like a major increase either. Mm-mm. So corporations definitely got to uh, change their certain rules that they have. Yeah. You know? Especially if they want longevity into their employees. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, f- I find it interesting, dude, uh, especially because you, you use Workday. Yeah. Okay. So, in for for those of you who don't know uh, what I'm talking about, Workday is a thing. Essentially, you do your clock in, your clock out. It's mm-hmm. automated. But what Workday does, it allows you to to see like what the market rate like for your job salary is. You know, and if you're under the market rate, that's a fair question to ask your supervisor. It's a fair question. If the current market rate in the country I don't know for a job is seventy thousand a job you're working and you're getting paid sixty two thousand dollars. It's a fair question to ask, like how can we make what I'm doing meet the market rate for this job? Yeah, it's fair because especially with prices and everything like that, that's where it is. 
That's a fair question. That is a fair question. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of older people have concerns about it too, especially in the market that we're in. Like you said, you know, we're dealing with inflation right now, and a lot of things are raising, and it doesn't match the the um, the national average isn't matching where the inflation is at. So, you know, I think that's that's a very important question to ask. You know, employers and stuff like you match how the market is going. Do you see anybody where you work, or you don't have to name specifics, or where you've worked? It had to show like fear in the workplace. They do, yeah, they do, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, one of yeah, definitely. Uh, and a lot of them are like afraid to say things. You know, I yeah. see, a lot of people are afraid to, to stand up and talk about it because, like I said, they've been in the same position for a very long time. So it's like I don't want to go against the grain, or I don't want to go against the the, the boss. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm younger. I don't. I can find another job to pay the same amount that that. Probably pays even better You know what I mean Yeah Like I'm young I'm aspiring But some people don't have that luxury Because they feel like It's over for them Once they leave that position And it's all a mindset thing Honestly It is Like my mindset thing is Like if I lose a job today And tomorrow I'm gonna be okay Because I work very hard And I have a lot of good Qualifications about myself So I know I can get to the next thing Like I can I know I can find A different position So I'm never stressing You know The thing that That uh, gives me confidence About what what you just said First of all I agree with you And uh, Second There have been CEOs And vice presidents And I'm just speaking About like corporate That have got fired From places And guess what Once you're a CEO You really never Really go back To not being a CEO You may be like a VP Or an executive VP But you never really Go out of that like executive The executive role Yeah you really never go out of it So you can get fired from one organization or a company And then get land Another CEO or director Or VP role in another company Just because of like your work experience There are very there are various cases of people Failing up yeah. in the workplace Where you're like how the hell did you become where you are mm-hmm. And it's like once they Once you hit that threshold You know you're kind of really there for as long as you work, mm-hmm. unless you obviously do something like unethical. But so that's why like, even in basketball and sports, right? You see people, people, people trade coaches like industry Instagram models. Like every team has had the same coach, like give or take. Like mm-hmm. if you get fired, like Doc Rivers has had so many jobs and he continues to get fired. He doesn't get fired, but he always has a job. And that's a prime example of someone that's in like the, like uh, the limelight ish that, always finds a way to stick with a job. So don't be tied down to a job. Mm-hmm. Don't be tied down to a job. Like I said, it's, it's all about mindset. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all about mindset. Yeah. It's pretty much it. Like a lot of people fear of moving up. A lot of people, because they think they don't meet the qualifications, you know. Yeah. But a lot of these jobs are very simple. It's just coded differently. Like mm-hmm. you would never understand. Like some things be like um, just simple uh like administrative jobs, they they just code it so deeply and make it sound so more pristine than what it actually is. Yeah, you can actually do it. You just don't know. It's just confusing. It's supposed to be like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, that's, it's all about the mindset you have. You know. Yeah, and I can be honest with you. You know, because I've in every place I've ever worked, I've always been like the youngest person. Yeah, and usually more. I'm often the youngest than person not, as well. Exactly, and I'm usually more often than not the only African American male mm-hmm. that's um that that works where wherever I work. And, like, you know, when people are looking at you, like, to move up and do the type of stuff, sometimes when you look around, you see everybody around you is, like, 45 and 50. It's like, damn, like, mm-hmm. am I supposed to be here? When in reality, yes, you're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. But it's because you don't see that representation of people that, like, 
are in your age group or look like you or something like that, that can cause that imposter syndrome to take place. And it's it's a real thing that people yeah. deal with on a daily basis. Yes, sir. Yes, they do. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on in the world. It's a lot Since of we last was here, the same shit is happening, though. But same it's just, shit. it's getting, you know, the propaganda is just, just widespread at this point. You know what I mean? It's insane. It, the propaganda is just so sad and... uh I don't even know what to make of it at this point. Like, because yeah. it's so blatant in our faces. It's like, yeah, we're just tired of it now. You know, I was uh, driving back from King of Prussia. And mm-hmm. if folks aren't familiar with that, if you're not on the East Coast, it's essentially the count, a county outside of Philadelphia. Essentially what it is, right? And I see a sign. And it says, Hamas equals ISIS bring our babies home. Mm-hmm. And it has, like, the, the, the Israeli flag on it. And I'm just like, that's just so like inaccurate. Yeah. Like 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 you know you know what I mean? And it and it's and it's causing it's causing a narrative that I was having a conversation with somebody earlier mm-hmm. and I was like, you can't expect people to always think like you. Yeah, exactly. Like you really have to go into conversations that if that this person has no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So if a person sees that sign that has no idea what's really going on, they're like, like ah, Terrorism. Yeah. Oh, wow, they're terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 it's, it, it's, it's sad because it's such a divisive issue. And when all this information is getting spreaded, you don't know what's the real. What's the real thing? You don't know what the truth yeah. is. Yeah. So it's hard to is. find actual truth into everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's like we are we are getting so we are straying so far. From the truth with just not even just this with anything with anything yeah. with anything because of how misinformed our people are and because we now have so many different outlets mm-hmm. to get news we now unfortunately socially have to combat other people's ideologies just to figure out what the truth is mm-hmm. and it creates further separation between humanity that's, yeah. that's all it does really uh, but i guess it's always needed to be that way like two sides got have to differ it has to be some sort of conflict in order for shit to just keep going. That's how I feel. Dude, yes. And the thing is that the truth is so matter of fact mm-hmm. that it's not a, the truth is not a sexy topic. Yeah. Nobody ever. Nobody likes the truth. No one likes the truth. Especially if the, if especially if the lie sounds really good. People don't like to tell the truth. Yeah. People don't like to hear the truth. And sometimes people don't want the truth. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? They will take a percentage of the truth. Yeah. And twist it and then formulate your own narrative. But what you have is inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Like the same when we see something, when we're watching Netflix right now, we're watching the new Squid Games uh, thing, but. Game show. The game show. Yeah. Which is it's crazy. People are crying on the show, by the yeah, way. It just started. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. Yeah. They're but getting hit with paintball guns. They're getting, yeah. yeah. Like they're not getting shot. I promise you. Like I, I, I bring it up when you see something on television and it says based on a true story. How much of that shit is based on a true story? Because it could just be one line and the rest is all fabricated. Or the man was named Herbert and it's a story about Herbert and Herbert was a real person and it's based on a true story. No, it's not. No, it's not. He just got clapped with that paintball gun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, bro. This is is crazy. But, um, yeah, man, you just got to keep your head on the swivel, you know? Pay attention to... 
where you're getting your information from or who yeah. you're getting your information from, the background. Yeah. Because it is scary out here. Motherfuckers just got so much wicked intentions just yeah. to drop certain narratives. It, just to have it their way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to divide and conquer. That's one of the laws of power, by the way. It is. Yep. And I'll even put it like this way. I'm not telling you to walk around with tinfoil on your head, but yeah. I feel like you should truly question everything. Yeah. You should never just hear somebody say something and just say, oh, okay. That's what, no, question everything. Yeah, question everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Because we live in, a, again, in a society that is now has been shrouded in so many different types of conversation. Yep. You have to ask questions about everything. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to. You got to be aware of people that's uh, like... Out just to spread misinformation for their own good, like grifters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the most detrimental people to the, the communities and shit like that. It's people that's grifting. Oh, man, because they don't even genuinely feel that way. But since they can capitalize off of it, why not? You yep. Know? So, you know, it's that's a lot a, of grifters in politics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially yeah. in the Republican Party. There's a lot of oh, grifters in both, on both sides. You know, I feel, I feel... So Philadelphia just had an election. Yes, sir. Uh, only about about thirty percent of the city turned out, and uh, oh my god, yeah, and the numbers were terrible. Actually, yeah, only about thirty yeah. percent of the city turned out and voted. So you know, I went on my uh, technically, I'm part of the media. I would say we're part of the media. I went on my media trip, and I was just going around just asking people, "Why didn't you? Did you vote? Why didn't you vote?" And a lot of the response that I got was that they just don't care anymore. Yeah, or they didn't. I, I the the thing I've got was people didn't understand or who, know who to vote for. Yeah, that was also true. Mm-hmm. That was also true. And uh, if you ask me, the purest form of effective government is local government, and the reason why is because you can pull up, you can see your marriage at your local grocery store. Yeah, you can. You can see your city councilman at a local Walmart. You know what I mean? You can see your state rep at a playground. You're not you're not seeing the president on a normal fucking Tuesday. You're, you're not seeing, like, I don't know, what's his name? Uh, Bernie Sanders just walking around no, you're not. in your neighborhood. No, you're not. So when it comes to local politics, that is where you should be the most involved because that's the shit that really determines what goes on in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It does, and I and I know people don't like to like talk about it because we want to be so anti-government. You can hate the federal government all you want. Yep, that's I don't. You don't have to vote for the president. You don't want to vote for the president. Who am I to stop you? Mm-hmm. But if you're not getting your trash picked up, or the streetlights in your neighborhood aren't working, or your community center is closing on a Friday and at three o'clock when it should be open till five, mm-hmm. like those those are the shits that 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 matter. You know, in your neighborhood, because if you go out to a richer neighborhood, you know, those people have signs that say where the police are, like their streets are clean. The the uh, the uh, reflective tape for the driveways and the streets, they're fresh. You can see the lines. You know, these are very, very. People will say things that don't matter, but it does matter. It does matter. That stuff matters, especially as people like you and me, Duff, like we're taxpayers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We take pride in where we live. And it's like we want to see our place look look nice. Yeah. Everything around it. Yeah. It it, it gives a form of comfort. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because this is showing where your tax 
paying dollars are genuinely going. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You want to feel like you're actually being a part of something, cultivating. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Like when I step outside and I see green grass, I don't see trash on the street. Right. And uh, or if I do see trash on the street, I can I know who to call. I'm like, you know yeah. who to call. Um, yeah, it's too much trash around here. You know, like we um around here, I'm in a nice nice nicer neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was a trash issue. Um, and people weren't putting it because you know people are entitled, yeah. So they just littering everywhere, and this is like a build up of trash, yeah. And um, this one dude was just driving around taking pictures. And he was just interviewing people, and I'm like, "Yo, why are he doing that?" So he just approached me, and he was just like, "Man, you see this trash?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "You know this? Uh, I'm a taxpaying citizen. Like, I this attracts rodents, and rodents attract can come in my home. Yes, they like, do. I don't want rats around me. I don't want mice in my house. Nope. You know, my, and it, it attracts different rodents like skunks and raccoons and mm-hmm. possums and mice to the neighborhood, and mice and field yeah. mice, and they come inside the house. Yeah. He's like, I don't want that. So what he did was he filed a complaint." Uh, the report. Guess what? They got all the trash out, yes. and then they just gave us these uh, large ass bins. Yes. So that's what he did. And I said, "That's how you're supposed to be an effective civil citizen. That's yes. how you. That's how you um, commit uh, to your civil duty. Yes. That's how it's supposed to be. Yes. And it was done with the quickness. All you have to be is irate, and yes. then the job gets done. Yes. Especially if you have the tools, uh, who to contact and connect to. And it's, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard for it's, change. It's not. And and I'll be honest with you. A lot of these conversations in, in my circles, like, they flow through, like, me and Duff, where they be like, yo, where do I find this? And people think an action or something doesn't exist. And I'm like, I promise you, there is a government office that handles this. Yeah. And their number is here. But, you know, the city has to do a better job in it, letting yeah. people know that. Yeah. You know, and we also have to understand that folks in Philadelphia, their reading level isn't always on, across the board. It's not a it's not a high school grade you reading can give level. St- you can get statistics if you if you want to. You yeah. can get a statistics. Like you know what I mean? Like we could talk about the like a one in third he said Philadelphians are living in poverty. One in ten Philadelphia's living in deep poverty, which means that's less than nineteen thousand dollars a year yep. that they're making. So when you when you add in the level of poverty versus like the educate the reading level education we have to really sixth grade reading level dumb things down yeah you know and that's not disrespecting the citizens it's saying look we understand that some of this stuff is confusing yeah and we're professionals at it but our citizens are not yeah you know and we have to make sure our these are things that are here for our citizens because believe you me citizens do appreciate when their government is in action for them yes yes they do I promise you, when it's a snowstorm and that street is salted and mm-hmm. it is, people appreciate that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, granted, you know, we may complain about who's in office or whatever, but a city and its constituents appreciate their government in action. Yep. Yes, they, they do. do. But guess what? We never see it. Never see it. We never see them on the streets. No. Never. No. Yeah. Especially in the, in the, in the neighborhoods where it's. Where 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 it's the most important, like we cannot expect, and this is just not Philadelphia side as a all country, urban, all urban, urban areas. areas. I'm talking yeah. about Chicago, New York, L.A., Baltimore, mm-hmm. wherever the hell you at, D.C. You cannot expect for people just to give you their vote. Mm-hmm. Go earn that shit. Go earn that shit. You want you want you want somebody to get a vote? Plant some trees in the neighborhood. Don't got no trees. Yeah. Organize a trash cleanup for some old ladies that can't really get out the house no more. Make sure motherfuckers are having heat and know how they, there's a tax credit to pay your electric bill or your heating bill during the winter. Make sure people have that information because mm-hmm. this is out there. Yeah, I'm not pulling stuff out my ass. Like mm-hmm. this is real shit. Yeah, 
that people don't know exist simply because they don't know who their person is. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Our tax dollars are paying their salaries. Yep. So guess what? Work for it. Yep. And we can't just get into a mindset that, well, there's the people that vote or the informed people. What about the uninformed people? What about the misinformed people? What about them? I'll put it this like this way, right? I'm not a Hillary Clinton fan by no means. Hillary Clinton lost the, the election in 2016 to Trump by 80,000 votes. Yeah. Donald Trump won throughout the country with only 80,000 votes. Mm-hmm. All right. Joe Biden won by 100,000 votes. So you mean to tell me that if only if Philadelphia has 1.5 Citizens and 300,000 of them are under 18. So, about we got about 900,000 voters in the city, Mm -hmm. and two presidents were decided by less than 100,000 votes. That shows you that there is power in numbers. Yep, there's power in numbers. So, if you have a question, ask the question. It's not a stupid question. Listen, I hear stupid questions all day. Ask the fucking question. Because I get you when you get your answer. You'll feel better about you'll yourself. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll yeah, and I feel, yeah, like you said, though, uh, I feel like the politicians have to learn how to bridge the gap between the two. Yeah. Like, they have the, they have the bridge. They got to learn how to bridge the gap and communicate to the community more effectively. They got to learn how to, like you said, they got to learn how to dumb the words down, mm-hmm. make it more simple for the average person cuz not everybody is going to understand political terms. No. Like you said, the a lot of Philadelphians read what below the 6th grade reading level. Yeah. So they're not going to comprehend comprehension is extremely important. Yes. Cuz comprehension leads to understanding mm-hmm. and understanding leads to improvement. You know what I mean? So that's 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 why I feel like it's extremely important for the people to bridge that gap. And it has to be the people as well wanting to yeah. learn that gap. You know what I'll say? It's about, as, as someone who's been involved in this in this business, because it is in fact a business, as someone who's been involved in this business for 10 plus years, it's about trust. Yeah. Why do, why do, why, why do we have this big MAGA movement in the country? Because people trust Trump. Trump. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They trust him, and and he doesn't. And guess what? It, this is it's a like I said, it's all a, a relatability factor. Yeah, the average man in America, the average white man in America, mm-hmm. talks mm-hmm. like Donald Trump. Yes, they do. <laughs> talks like Donald Acts Trump. Acts like Donald Trump. He doesn't say anything special. No. He doesn't have an extensive vocabulary. No, he does not. He doesn't dress that well. No. He looks he's regular dad bod. Yeah. He is the representation to the average male American mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. You know, we're an extremely obese country. Mm-hmm. A lot of dad bods. Mm-hmm. They say what they want. You know, they haven't been to certain environments entire life. And make you up know? random misconceptions Mi- about things. Wild things. Yeah, they make up bad taste dad jokes. Yeah, terrible takes. Very ignorant. This is what I'm saying. That when you see representation, you're like, yo, I am just like how it's important for black representation. Mm-hmm. They see Donald Trump and they're like, yo, I am that guy. Yeah. He's sticking it to the man. Yeah, he's Joe every he's he, Joe working yeah, man. He's Joe working man. Yeah. yeah. But even though he's a, a billionaire. Yeah. He's Joe working he man. He just he talks he talks like me, walks like me, 
mannerisms like he expresses the same sentiments I have. I relate to that man. Yeah. So I'm going to vote for that man. Yeah. That's how they feel. That's why he's. That's why he won. And guess what? What he? I'm telling you now, he's going to win again because um, because of what Joe Biden have been doing and how he's handled certain situations. Yeah. Guess what? This is a bigger excuse for people to be like. You know what? Now we're all of us are going to go to the polls, and we're all going to vote for Trump. And you know what the crazy thing is, though, mm-hmm. and what you're saying is so true. And what the crazy thing is, this man is facing. This man is Trump, by the way. This man is facing several, yeah, felony charges, mm-hmm. but has the highest presidential approval approval rate, like in the, in terms of the yeah. polls that we've seen in the, in like the the technological age. Yep. What does that tell you that he has people behind him? Not saying they're good people, not saying they're bad people. Yep. He has people behind him that, that trust that him. That trust him and believe in him. And that believe in him. And in America, that's really all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. When you look at it, right? When you look at black America, who who is the person or group of people that we have we have trusted? Who, who who would you think? Back in the day, you want of all time? No, I'm thinking about like in the last in the last twenty years. Oh, I can't tell you that. But you could tell me the probably the last fifty years. Yeah, Martin Luther King, Malcolm, Malcolm X. X, all all uh, Elijah Muhammad. Yeah, um, yeah, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, honestly, but it's like, but look at that, Farrakhan, Farrakhan. But when you when you fast forward twenty years to where we're at, who do we have? Nobody. Sexy red, sexy red, yeah. Like I'm saying, man, people want to see representation. People want to see themselves and others. That's what it really comes down to. Like when you think of, when you look at a man like Donald Trump, like Duff said, people see themselves in him. No, no, no matter how distorted that vision may be, they think they're him. They think they're him. Yeah, that's why representation is extremely important. Mm-hmm. So when and I say all that to say, in terms of local politics, if you want constituents to come back to you you have to do a lot of saying i'm sorry and it's not for nothing you did it's for what was done before you Mm -hmm. because there was a lot of people that checked out of politics because of how the pandemic was handled and things before that we gotta we gotta do something with these 2008 babies that are now 35 approaching 40 that hate the government hate everything and are incredibly anti because they were left behind during the great recession. And we got to say, I'm sorry to them and make sure that we know that and make sure that they know that they're appreciated in society. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, that's how, where a lot of it comes. It stems from that footy royal group and down that look, we got your back and we want to hear from you. We want to make sure that your voices are heard and accounted for Mm -hmm. wherever you live. And that's, and that's, and that takes a lot of, that takes a lot of gumption to say you're sorry for somebody else's bullshit. Yeah. Just to do your job effectively. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of heart. It takes a lot of heart. But people don't think about that, man. They don't think about it. Yeah. But uh, in other news, we've been watching. Uh, Duff and I have been on a TV show. Uh, Tyree, we've been watching so much stuff. Uh, we just finished Gen V. Yeah, Gen V was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about it? Yeah, you can, you can, you can start it. I'll just piggyback. So, if anybody has seen the show The Boys or read the comic, essentially, it's it's a similar storyline. It it it's filler. 
if you ask me, but it's I feel like it's important to the story. Yeah. It's definitely it was it was definitely important to the story and essentially the kids well, they're kids in this one, they're all superheroes. They've this is probably like what, maybe a couple years after season one. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, the the timeline a little bit they didn't really explain the timeline that well when it first started, but essentially it was a couple years or some set of years after uh the first season. And now they they had kids that were like infected with uh, parents subjected them to Gen V to see if they can get powers to be soups. Yeah. And then like they so a lot of the kids like they had crazy reactions like our main protagonist uh, in the story, mm-hmm. and then they all got sent to a place called like God like Godalkin mm-hmm. uh, University. And God, it, you God, you yep. is what they called it. But in reality, it wasn't. A, people thought it was a university, but it was a testing site. Yep. For superheroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, created by uh, the 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 dean of students who had a mission to kill all soups because uh, her family was killed by a Homelander yeah. in the plane crash in the first season of The Boys. Mm. Really, really, really good. good. Yeah, really good. It's really good. They executed a lot of things very well. Like um, the and, and uh, like the inclusiveness. Yeah, like they know how to like certain certain shows. Like just throw it in your face, like yeah. a lot of shit. Like, yo, this black woman is with a white man, or look at this gay couple, or look at this lesbian couple. Oh, we have that here, but they executed it, and they they portrayed college extremely well in this college. Yeah, this show. it wasn't cringy or nothing. Like, no. it was, I wasn't annoyed by it. I was fucking with it. I, I liked it a lot. It was a really good story. It's yeah. a really good story. Yeah, you no, know, um, I'm just. It makes me more excited for the uh, for the boys. I, yeah. I'd never seen the show that was like a. Well, it's not a sequel. What do we call it though? It's like um, it's like a side. It's like a side. Yeah, it's mission. like a spinoff. Like it's like a spinoff. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen a very a, sp- a spinoff that I like just as much as the original. Yeah, until I watched Gen. Maybe v. Better Call Saul. Yeah, Better Call Saul was cool. Yeah, it's not better than Breaking Bad though. It's not. But it's up it's, there. It's though. not. But it's good. It's, not. It's, it's good. It's just as good. Yeah, yeah, for different reasons. Yeah, but yeah, it was a it was a really good um. Really good show. I really enjoyed it. Like I was, it was so good. I binge watched it. I don't, yeah, I made time out of my day to binge watch. I was like, yeah, I really enjoyed this show. So yeah, I stopped watching Lord of the Rings to, yeah. to just. I cut that off. I finished Lord of the Rings, but I came. I went to Gen V simply because of just how how good it was, and yeah. it, I liked it. Similar to what Duff said in terms of how, yes, like it was a very inclusive show, but it wasn't annoying. It wasn't annoying. It wasn't annoying with it, you know what I mean? Like, 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 a, a, like a blackish. Like you'll get annoyed oh from God. a blackish or or a brownish or um or, or uh, that, that that Velma show. Oh yeah, that shit, shit was like that. Oh my God, like, like shit like that annoys me because yeah. it's like in your face and they're not trying hard. You know no. what I mean? No, like, that's why Hollywood has been falling because it's like they take an original superhero. I said this before, but they take an original superhero mm-hmm. and they have no originality to it. And they just make them black. And I'm yep. like, yo, that's the whole thing. Yep. Like that's the entire character development. It doesn't change. No nope. story doesn't just change black. anything. When in reality, all you have to do is create your own character. Yep. Who happens to be black. Yeah. Has a very distinct storyline. Yep. But instead you'll take Superman and make a Michael B. Jordan. It's like, like, oh, what's the difference? Nothing. Nothing. It's just black. We just did it for inclusiveness. Yeah, that's not. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Like, what I, the I fuck? think it's smack in the face. It is. It's. 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 It's a. It's a lack. It's saying, listen here, black. It's people, lack of creativity too. We have to give you this. Yeah. Here's your Superman. Mm-hmm. Go sit in the corner with this terrible movie that doesn't change. He's just. Yeah. Black. It doesn't change. He's just black. He's just black. 
Yeah. When like and you and I both know this, even in terms of whether it's anime or mm-hmm. whether it's um or whether it's Marvel or, or DC or an independent comic, there are so many different options yeah. that that we have and so many ways to create a different story. Why was the MCU so good at one point? Was because we got to see like this whole timeline of shows culminated to each other. Mm-hmm. And at, it fell off after after Endgame, but we we were interested in that. Like we were interested in Doctor Strange. Like you're not going to give me a Doctor Strange in eight years and then make him black. Make him black. Like what the this fuck? Like uh, what is it, Mister and Mrs. Smith? Yeah, that new uh, with uh, Donald Glover. Yeah, Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Yeah, he's black now. He's black. I don't get it. Yeah, me neither. And the movie didn't come out that long ago. I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody about that, and there's and the came out 2005. Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah, 2005. And they're remaking it. But why? It just came out. Not that long ago. I don't understand it. Not even 20 years yet. I don't understand it. And now the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a uh, uh, a diverse black and uh, uh, interracial couple, I think. But why? Yeah, it's, what's the difference between that one and this one? Was that show worth a remake? It was a movie. Was that movie worth a remake? It was a really good movie, but they don't need a remake. Like that's what I'm saying is zero creativity into Hollywood. Yeah. Because what do you need to recreate this movie for? You know how many bright minds it is that are writers, that's aspiring writers, mm-hmm. that's waiting for that chance to have one of the greatest movies of all time in there. Look at Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer yeah. did phenomenal. Yeah. Barbie did phenomenal. Cause yeah. listen, no other movie was like that. No. And no, like, you know what I mean? Everything else is just spin-offs and remakes of shit. Yeah. Like, bro, I don't want to rewatch Velma as a fucking what is she, Indian? She's she's Mindy Kaling. Okay, yeah, I don't want to watch that. I don't yeah. want to watch that. What do I want to watch that for? Yeah. It's no difference. It's no diversity. That's it's not nothing. diverse to me. It's nothing. All you did was go on Photoshop and just put a black, uh, change the skin to brown. That's it. That's all you did. That's all you did. It's, it's no no diversity. Like That's not, that's not, and the thing is, that, that may, let me come off as diverse, but it's not equitable. No, it's not equitable. It's not equitable because like there's no, there's no value in, it's, it's like, okay, if I told you the story of Noah's Ark, from we all know the story of Noah's yeah. Ark. It was a flood and two every animal, mm. and it was on four days, four nights. Yeah. Okay, cool. We all know that story. What is the value of me now telling you that Noah was black? <laughs> what what the fuck does it? What 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 changes? Tell me what changes. It's like putting zero dollars. It's like depositing zero dollars inside of your bank account with zero dollars inside of it. It's like nothing. But you go to a black. Bank. But you go into a black bank. Yeah, it's nothing. It's literally you know nothing. I mean? And this is coming from two black men. Who who like to see representation? Yeah, but there's it, ways to show representation. Yeah, that's why that's why shows like you know, uh, Black Jesus is comical. Yeah, I like so that but show. you got Afro Samurai show like that. Yeah, that's representation because yeah. you know what? It's not an original white character no. that they made black. No, there's a lot of good shows. And uh, I, Samurai Champloo is good. You know what I mean? They it's fall. A lot of them, harder they fall. Harder they fall. Yeah. Like they didn't take originally yeah. white characters and put blackface on them. No, that's all it is. That's all they do. John Wayne is not black yeah. in, in that movie. You know. You know what I mean? And it's like as an as America, we really gotta. Re- that's why we had these writers that were striking. Yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? And we gotta give them a little bit more leeway. You know, because when you allow someone to be, you can't, you can't be creative in a box. Yeah, creativity has to has to have the about, amount of time and ability to cultivate. Mm-hmm. 
you can't say, okay, we're gonna make this movie, but you have to do this, 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 this. Then what do you? What am I? What am I directing? What am I producing? I'm doing. If you want to come do it, you come do it, Mister NBC, Mister HBO. But if you're giving me this budget to say, let me create. Guess what? If it flops, it's just like every other thing that flops. It ain't no different. Because guess what? After this project, you're gonna move on. You're gonna pump out something else. But in reality, you have to let people try. And if mm-hmm. they fail, people fail every day. Yes, they do. Every day. But a millionaire is made every single day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every day. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I recommend... Uh, I recommend Gen V. Gen v. Yeah, they do it very well. Yeah. They do it very well. I recommend Gen V. I would also recommend uh, Invincible. If, if y'all, Invincible if, is yeah. really good. We we are we are in a high spot right now for television. I, I would say television definitely. In a and high that's spot. Amazon Prime, not television. That's Amazon Prime where all of them. Yeah, they've been on a phenomenal run. Yeah, they've been doing it. Amazon Prime is phenomenal because it, to me it looks like they they're not capping on the creativity for their writers or their creators. That's why I appreciate Amazon Prime. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure Netflix they have some uh some captivity of what they can uh show. Yeah. So. But Amazon is just no hose bar. Like you can just watch any. Like they just put anything. Like it's penis on the show. Yeah, it's penis. It's penis. Vagina on the show. Yeah. Sex on the show. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a lot of things, and that's what creativity is about. You know. And 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 the thing I, I would Shout say to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, and they have the budget. They have the budget. They have the budget because usually when you have to ask people for like you know an endorsement or money that. You 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 unfortunately have to now incorporate their ideologies yep. into your show, and they don't have. Anybody, they don't need anyone. Anyone, they're a titan. Yeah, so it's like they they have the flexibility to, with with their dollars to do whatever they want, which which allows them to get what good TV, and they're still being diverse, like diverse and and having everything, but it's still good TV. But I I don't know, I I don't know, man. Man, yeah, the only one. Yeah, tell me about it. This is also what's been happening. Everything's been happening. It all depends on what you want to talk about. No, I don't know what's been happening. We saw Drake. Uh, Drake dropped a new album. Yeah, Drake dropped the album. A lot of people were mad at it. Yeah. Um, but he's just you know he's just keeping up with the times. That's why he'll be one of the greatest rappers of all time. Yeah. To me, because he just he's not trying to please the nigga that's on the corner selling coke. No, his that time was twenty two the two thousands. Did did Drake hit forty yet? No, not yet. He's about to. I would. He's not like you said. He, he he's not trying to appease the the Camerons yeah. and the Jada Kisses and the Joe Buttons of the Fans, world. Yeah, he's not trying to. He's not for you because in his mind, which I'm sure of, is that they're dying out. Yeah, and they're reinventing themselves in like media. And he knows how to reinvent himself. Yeah, that's and, what he's doing. And he's re- Drake is reinventing himself to stay prominent in music. And he has. That's that is longevity, and that's why it's, that's yeah. why I, I wasn't really mad at it. I knew it wasn't for me. Like it's a few all R and B songs I loved on there, but yeah. I knew it wasn't for me because I'm from a different time. You I'm are from a different era. You but are. guess what? I can appreciate how he's trying to yeah uh, captivate and gain that type of audience, yeah. the newer audience, and he's doing it. And people so. shit on Drake for like 
who he brings on. And in my mind, I think it. I think it's impressive yeah. that he'll take like a Yeet, for example. Mm-hmm. And be like, yo, get on a song with me. Yep. And now that could do wonders for Yeet's career. Just yep. one song with Drake. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we 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 forget like how big Drake is. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a definitely a household name. He's not a a, a, a United States rapper. He's not even yeah. from the states. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's 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 global. So uh, I I appreciate it. Like and like you said, are all the albums for me? No. Is all the music for me? No. But at the end of the day. I don't know if a 26-year-old black urban male is Drake's demographic. Not anymore. Yeah. I don't know if it is. Like I don't I don't I don't think so. But that's that's the part a lot of people are mad at evolu- a lot of older people are mad at evolution. Yeah. Cuz evolution with evolution comes change. Mm-hmm. And Drake has been able to elevate and revolutionize himself and evolve every single project mm-hmm. to the times that we're in. Like you could say his last three projects were bad, but guess what? You forget. Honestly, never mind. Um during that time, you can look it up. That's when the Jersey Club shit was going popping. Yeah. So guess what? Oh, I'm gonna try some I'm gonna try house slash Jersey Club on this project. Yeah. You can say it's bad all at once, but guess what? He's 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 feeding to the times that we're in. And now with this album, guess what? Look at all the um the features, all the features are the most popular artist that's out now. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he's just evolution. He's just he's just evolving. Yeah, that's all he's doing. And it's also like a lot. Drake's a pop artist. Like you know, he's in that he's in that realm of pop. Like I get he may have broken as a rapper slash singer, but he's a pop artist. And if you've ever been to like a fashion week or something like, in terms of like a runway or something, that's the music that's played there. If you ever been to like a club mixer or something like that, you're hearing that type of stuff on the radio. And in reality, like people don't give Lady Gaga shit for it. People don't give the weekend shit for it. People don't give any of these type of other pop stars shit for it. But they're giving Drake shit for it because he came in as a rapper and he, he switched came in genre. As a rapper. Yeah. He came in as an actor. But yeah. He came in as an actor, yeah. a child actor. Yeah. At that. People you know, forget that. So he's invented himself multiple times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Multiple times. Got to give kudos to someone like that. Love him or hate him. Yeah. Guess what? When we compare Drake album, we don't compare it to nobody else but his last album. That's all. That's all we compare him to. That's all. Just like Kendrick Lamar, just like J. Cole, we compare his their last projects to their own projects. Well, can I ask you a question then? Yeah. Uh, is is Drake, because now he's like this pop icon, is he in the same conversation as Michael Jackson? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. That's tough. They it's got tough they got the numbers now. You see the MJ and Drake numbers now. Yeah. 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 He ain't up there, though. He, he ain't, ain't up there. No, no talent he with ain't Mike. close. No, I don't think he close to Mike when it comes to, uh, like, he the numbers is one thing, right? Yeah. So you got the numbers, but you got to see the influence. Yeah. What did Drake, Drake can influence music, but... But you see, Drake is influenced by music as well. I'm gonna say, does I feel like he's more of the receptor yeah, of influence is. rather than influencing. Yes, but he made yeah. it more. He made it more okay to be sensitive. In he your, did in your raps. Besides Kanye, besides Eight Ways and Heartbreak. Yeah, that's like an experimental thing. Drake was soft boy era. Drake, Drake is soft boy. Era. He's Mr. Yeah. Soft Boy era. Yeah, he Mr. So soft boy. that's one thing he did influence to the rap game. He made yeah. it more cool. He made it more personable. Yeah. What I'm saying is, when it comes to People standing outside of your hotel room. Over 10,000 people standing outside your hotel yeah, room. Outside. 
Nobody that. has that and like I do that. that for Drake. You seen Taylor Swift? You seen the Michael J- and they try to compare that to MJ? I was pissed. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift and MJ. I'm come like, on. I said come Taylor on. Swift. I said Taylor Swift big. All come those on. people was out there, but if this was MJ? If this was MJ? Come on. Man, listen. Anybody right now yeah. in the world yeah. knows yeah. who Michael Jackson is. Everybody. Everybody. Not everybody knows who Taylor Swift is. I promise you not. You no. can be a Swifty. You can be a Swifty. Yeah, a little Swifty. You can be a Swifty. But MJ's influence? Yeah. Oh, God. You can't fathom no. the popularity that boy has. Let me tell you something. a child. Let me tell you something. MJ... MJ was so popular that he couldn't, he had to rent out a grocery store yep. for a whole day just for him to he shop. Had fake, like a he, he had fake shoppers. Yeah, he had his, his family. Yep. Yeah, his fans and family came and be fake shoppers just so he could shop like a normal human being. Yep. Taylor Swift was lived in Reading. Taylor Swift was a normal human being yep. at one point. Michael Jackson hasn't been a normal human being since six. Since six. Since six years old. So you, yeah, I, I don't think people understand. People, they can't fathom. <laughs> they don't understand that. They can't that. fathom the popularity of Michael Jackson. That's because, why it's a conversation against MJ or anybody. You can't. Nobody is more popular than Michael Jackson. And you know what I say? And and forgive me if I'm speaking out of turn, but one day there will be another Drake. Yeah, they will never, never be another be another Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Never. No implementation. Never. Nobody can emulate it. Chris people Brown, thought it was Chris Brown. People thought it was Chris. People Brown. thought it was the weekend. You thought it was the weekend. Nope. No, nothing. No, nothing. They can't. Nothing close. Drake, nope. Taylor Swift, all of the your favorite rapper, your favorite pop star yeah. combined. Yeah. If Michael Jackson was still alive today, and he was like, "All oh, my fans, I want you to come yeah. here." They all come. Niggas is booking their flight ASAP. Michael Jackson would be like sixty five right now. Yep. If Michael Jackson said, you are my 65th birthday, I'm dropping three songs. Yep. They would all and be I want to perform them. I want to perform them. I want to perform them. Yep. They would all be platinum. Yep. The Jackson 5 are still on tour today. They mm-hmm. look terrible without Mike yep. and Janet. But like at the end of the day, Michael Jackson is probably the biggest star ever. 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 I can't name nobody bigger than him. Elvis? Maybe? I can't name anybody bigger Elvis. than Michael Jackson. Yeah, Michael Jackson. He beat Elvis. Who owned Elvis catalog? Michael Jackson. Who owned the Beatles? Michael Jackson. Sony. Yeah. Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> that's, bro, that's just what Michael Jackson was so powerful. He went up to the Beatles and was like, Paul McCartney, he was like, I like your music. I'm going to own all of it. Mm-hmm. He was like, what the fuck? Who is this skinny black dude? Owned all of it. Mm-hmm. Owned all of it. MJ, man, I'm telling you, man, yeah. nobody is as influential no. as Michael Jackson. No. There Michael ain't Jackson. Come close. Everybody tried to moonwalk. Yeah. You know, the only person you could possibly, possibly hold, like, it, it could be, they could probably be in the same room is Bob Marley. Maybe. Maybe. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? You don't think so? No. You, no. you don't think, come no. on. No. Bob Marley. If niggas, if niggas had a thing, right? If niggas had a, if niggas had a concert that day. <laughs> Who you the fuck is going to If it's a concert to... in heaven. If it's a concert no, in heaven. Real life, they both right. are still here. Yeah. And Damn. they were both still here. Damn. And Bob Murray was like, yo, man, I'm having a concert. <laughs> Blood cut there, right down the street. Yeah. And then MJ said, yeah, I'm having a concert over here. Who the fuck wanna? I ain't seeing Bob. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not seeing Bob. <laughs> That's just me, though. That's just me, though. Nigga, you are everybody. <laughs> Nigga, you are every you are everyone. I'm telling you, you are everyone. Some, bro, I'm telling you, Bob. Bob no. globalized the Caribbean, though. Them, them, 
I, I don't, smoking I don't, weed? I don't think them. I don't think Jamaicans even gonna see Bob after that. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think Jamaicans gonna see Bob. They're like, you know, Bob, we fuck with you, but yeah. MJ performing. MJ he doing performing. that fucking moonwalk. He mo- who moonwalking at sixty five? He, he moaning. <laughs> he, moaning <laughs> he, on, he moaning on the stage. Yo, yo. We gotta go see Mike. We gotta go see Mike. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. I was like, damn, Bob Marley, good, but I need to go see Mike. But I'm, but I'm saying like that. That conversation could be had. One love, nigga. One love. Billy Jean. Yeah. Billy Dirty Jean. Dirty Diana. Thriller. Thriller. Remember the time they had Mad Magic Johnson in that yeah. shit. Chill. Yeah, they had MJ. They had the MJ in the original MJ. They, the original MJ. It was crazy how every MJ like they've been all prominent. Magic Johnson, Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan, Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Yes. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I don't know, man. Well, y'all, y'all tell us. Y'all listen to the episode. Y'all tell us. Would y'all rather who is the, do y'all feel is the most prominent pop figure of all time, and why is it Michael Jackson? Essentially. Yeah. No, you can't name one bigger than Michael Jackson. No. You can't. That's why I said, like, I know you've seen that picture outside his hotel room. That nigga yeah. wasn't even performing. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, that shit is so crazy to but me. Imagine being Mike, He can do Mike, that though. anywhere he went. You heard me? I wouldn't have fun. Imagine being Mike. It wouldn't be fun. Like, when people say they talk to Michael, he's, like, almost like like a like a mythical being. Yeah. Like, when you find out that Michael Jackson was was talking to somebody, like... What's his face? Uh, like Fifty Cent, mm-hmm. or like he was friends with like Akon. It's crazy. It's like what? What? Yeah. How did that? How did that happen? How did like he was friends with Snoop Dogg? Like like in what realm is Akon hanging with Michael, Michael Jackson? Jackson? Yeah. Or apparently Steve Harvey was best friends with Mike mm-hmm. and Chris Tucker. I'm like, bro, what? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, that's something. Mm. What? Speaking of Chris Tucker. Speaking of Chris Tucker. What did so, Chris Tucker do? So it's not about what Chris Tucker did. It's about what uh, Jada Pickett Smith said. Oh, you talking about Chris Rock? Yeah. Oh, wrong Chris. Yeah, wrong Chris. Wrong Chris. Tucker is Rush Hour. Rock Tucker is, is Rush Hour. Smacks in the face. Everybody hates Chris. Yeah. yeah. He got smacked up. Yeah, man. Um, Def, I don't know about you. How would you feel if you woke up and, uh, you know, your estranged wife was saying all these bad things about you? Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't I don't even care about that topic because it's like, bro, I would never be in that type of situation. It's just like you got dirt on him, I guess. But, you know, it's important because he's from Philly. No, 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 he's not from Philly. He uh, he can't be. He's not from Philly no more. He no longer. Like, I give you, like, 10 years. If you you haven't been in Philadelphia in 10 years, you're not a resident. If you haven't been living in Philadelphia, you're no longer a resident. You're a resident of where you you stay in there now. So now he's from Cali? He is a California resident. Damn. Yeah, he's not a Philadelphia resident. I can't name one thing Will Smith did for the city. He got a lot of murals up here. He does have a lot of murals. He bought a building, and that building didn't get refurbished or nothing. The West, the old West Philly High building still there. It didn't get shut down or nothing. They bought a new. They made a new building, and that old building is what apartments now or some shit. Wow. So Will Smith bought it for no reason. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. And then I don't really. I don't really care for the guy. Shout out to Will Smith. I don't. I don't really care. I don't got nothing against him, but Will Smith. I don't consider him in Philadelphia. He doesn't do anything for the city. Is that is that a problem in terms of um, people who are like celebrities that come from? Philly? I mean, they don't have to give back, but it's like, bro, I don't. You're not. It's about the noun, and the noun is, nigga. You're not here. You're not here. You don't. I'm pretty sure he doesn't care about it. So I, I think DJ Jazz does live like in Delaware or something, but. Who academics? No, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh, Jazzy Jeff, yeah. The hell, but uh, I was like, what the? I didn't know he was from. 
He's from New York. But uh, he's from Jersey. But oh damn, um, damn. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really care about Will Smith. He doesn't do anything for the city. I can't. You can't. I'm pretty sure you can't name one thing he did for the city in the past ten years. No, I can't. And this is something from somebody who is active. Yeah. In in the community, I don't. I don't. People say, "Yo, it's Will Smith." Like, okay, who gives a fuck? Yeah, like, that that doesn't. It doesn't. I just look at him like a regular person. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people like to shit on Meek Mill. Meek Mill give back to the city. He does. Lil Uzi give back to the city. He does. Even Kevin Hart does. Even Ke- Kevin Hart give back to the city. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. it's about. Yeah, it's about showing respect. You don't. I'm not entitled. I don't give a fuck about what Will Smith do with his money. Yeah, but it's the same breath. It's like I live here, so yeah. If I see you doing something, guess what? I'm gonna respect you. Yeah, I'm gonna respect what you're doing, and I'm gonna acknowledge it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just cut from a different cloth. I'm not saying if I ever did get like. The abundant amount of funds they, And this is uh, something that J.R. Smith said And I, I actually agree with him Was like we they keep asking about The NBA billionaire owners to do something He said yo I make 150 million You make 200 million You make 250 million You make 175 why million Why it? can't we do it yeah. All you need is one M why, why can't we do it You need one M You know what I mean And, and it's, But like you And they said you go to the bank Each of us put in 250,000 We can open up our own fucking gym Yeah Put it, put it where people need it, and I'm just like, yeah, that's a, that's a valid point. Yeah. That's a valid, valid point. So, uh, I do sometimes be like, why not? Um, out of all this stuff, like you know, when The Rock is doing like this big foundation and stuff like that, and other people, why don't you know you actually give it to the places that's in a war zone mm-hmm. at the moment, like urban cities. Urban cities need the most support. <laughs> He's out of he's out of touch. Yeah, that's why it don't really matter to me about what he does. Yeah, but that's why you know I see the people that are actually doing shit around the city. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. But listen, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Podcast and Joe show. It's the Podcast and Joe show. I've been your host, Vanessa Velli. Yeah, I'm Duff No Good. Hope to see you in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>